often hear about spouses killing one another for life insurance. It's more common than you think. It appears on true stories like Dateline, Investigation Discovery, Snapped, 2020, and most often men don't think that they're being played this way. Unfortunately, men don't have that intuition like we women have. Some men do, but most men, I don't know, they seem to trust everybody, especially women. So, listen to this story about a woman who was recently arrested after she wrote a book for kids talking about how to deal with grief after a death. And the book is called Are You With Me? Mm. This is a glimpse of how sick some people can be. Or are. So this Utah mom, Corey Richens, K O U R I R I C H I N S, murdered her husband. So I'm going to read this. Straight from CNN.com. It it was produced by Faith Karimi and Andy Babanu and Sarah Finch. Updated 4:57 p.m. Wednesday, May 10th. 2023. I'm going to read this, how CNN wrote it, because I don't want to skip any details. Curry Richard's husband was found dead at the foot of their bed last March. She just closed on her house for her business, she told investigators at the time. Around 9 p.m., she brought her husband, Eric Richens, a celebratory Moscow Mule cocktail in the bedroom of their home in Camas, Utah. She left to sleep with her son in his room and returned around 3 a.m. to find her husband lying on the floor, cold to the touch. She told authorities, about a year to the day after her husband died, Richens published a children's book, Are You With Me? 
about navigating grief after the loss of a loved one. But investigators now allege she killed her husband of nine years with a lethal dose of illicit fentanyl. This month, they charged her with aggravated murder, aggravated murder, and three counts of possession of a controlled substance with intent to distribute. Newly released court documents detailed a series of illicit fentanyl purchases in the months leading up to his death. Corey Richens, 33, allegedly bought the drugs from an acquaintance identified as CL in court documents. Weeks before her husband's death, the Richens had marked Valentine's Day with a dinner at home. Shortly after the dinner, Eric became ill. Eric told a friend that he thought his wife was trying to poison him, court documents say. Corey Richens also tried to change a life insurance insurance policy to make herself the sole beneficiary, according to the search warrant affidavit. Richens was arrested Monday and remains in custody. CNN has reached out to her attorneys for comment. The headline, he had a lethal dose of fentanyl in his system. An autopsy and a toxicology report revealed that Eric Richens, 39, died of a fentanyl overdose. He had about five times the legal dose in his system according to a medical examiner. Investigators obtained a source warrant, search, warrant, search warrant and seized his wife's personal and several computers, personal phone and several computers in her home. They discovered communications between Corey and CL, which had an extensive police report that included drug-related offenses. CL told detectives that at some point between December 2021 and February 2022, Corey contacted him and asked for prescription prescription pain pills for an investor. CL said that they obtained hydrocodone and left the pills at a property Corey was flipping, picking up cash left for them, court documents say. A couple of weeks later, Corey reached out again and asked for some of that Michael Jackson stuff, according to court documents. Corey Richens allegedly went to CL's house around February 11th and paid $900 for 15 to 30 fentanyl pills that CL had obtained from a dealer. About two weeks later, on February 26, she allegedly reached out to CL for more fentanyl pills. CL left them at an outdoor fire pit at the same property where the hydrocodone had been delivered. Again, the money was left there for pickup. 
By this time, according to the court documents, Corey no longer owned the property. Headline says, he died six days after an alleged pill delivery. About 3.30 a.m. on March 4, 2022, Summit County Sheriff's deputies and EMS personnel responded to a report of an unresponsive man at the couple's home. First responders unsuccessfully tried to revive Eric Bitchens. It was six days after the last alleged pill delivery. His wife gave investigators her version of what happened that night. The couple was celebrating closing on her house for her business, and she brought him a cocktail in bed. Corey said she left him in the room and went to sleep with one of her, of her three sons in his room because the child was having a night terror, court documents say. The defendant said, Get this. Listen to this, everybody. Defendant said she woke around three hours, I guess 3 a.m., and came back to her and Eric's bedroom. She felt Eric and he was cold to the touch. That is when the defendant called 911. Corey allegedly told law enforcement that she left her phone plugged in next to her bed, and did not take it to her son's room. Listen to this part. However, between when the defendant said she went to the child's room and she went to call 911, the status of her phone shows that it was locked and unlocked multiple times, and there was also movement recorded on the phone. So, at first she said she left her phone plugged in her room, then I take it to her son's room. But then she said when she called 911, she called from her son's room. Hmm. In addition, tolls on the defendant's sh- phone shows that the messages for it were sent and received during that time. These messages were deleted. For months, Corey worked on her book. Last month, she appeared on Good Things Utah, a show on local television station at ABC4, to talk about the importance of her children's book on mourning. She said it is based on three concepts, connection, continuity, and care. Connection keeps the person's spirit alive who has passed. Continuity Try and keep routines and schedules as normal as possible. Care, affirming their feelings, understanding when they are sad, mad, lonely, and talking about those feelings and letting them know it is okay, Corey said in the interview. Her three young sons helped her write the book to help articulate their feelings, she said. Weeks later, Corey was arrested in charge in her husband's death. Headline, she tried to make a life insurance policy to make herself the sole beneficiary. Two months before her husband's death, Curry Richards tried to change a life insurance policy 
he had taken out with his business partner to make herself the sole beneficiary. The document obtained by CNN affiliate KSL says that in January 2022, Richens logged on to Eric's life insurance policy agreement with his business partner and changed them from each other's beneficiary to her as the only beneficiary. The insurance company notified the two men of the change, and they were able to change it back. The detectives wrote that in an interview conducted after Eric Richards' death, law enforcement learned that he told his family if something were to happen to him, his wife is to blame. Eric Richards' sister told the detectives the couple, couple at vacation in Greece a few years earlier and after his wife gave him a drink, he became violently ill and called her saying he believed his wife had tried to kill him. In 2022, a Valentine's Day incident, Eric Richens became ill after eating a sandwich his wife had made him. After one bite, Eric broke into hives and couldn't breathe. He used his son's EpiPen as well as Benadryl for before passing out for several hours. Eric Richens reportedly called his business partner about the incident when he woke up. Prior to his death, Eric Richens had changed his personal life insurance to make his sister the beneficiary without his wife's knowledge. He was looking to a divorce and one of his kids taken care of, the affidavit says. His family told the detective the couple had argued over two million real estate investment. <clears throat> Excuse me. Eric Richens was planning to tell his wife he would not sign the papers to make the purchase, and the day after his death, guess what? She signed the closing papers on her own. So. She did all that so she can get the $2 million real estate investment and or get his life insurance. Hmm. And in, in other documents, <clears throat> it was said that um, also he changed his life insurance without her knowledge to his sister as a beneficiary because he wanted his kids taken care of. Now, after 10 years of marriage, you would think you know somebody. But he had signs. So he told his sister and he told his business partner, but I wonder what steps he took to go to the police. So after two incidents, one in Greece, and went on Valentine's Day, which she gave him food, and he got sick. I don't think I would have ate any more food that she prepared for me. And he knew she was trying to kill him. I don't know. Maybe he forgot. Maybe. I don't know. But I would eat ice before eating anything that she ever made for me. So, y'all, I'm telling y'all this because 
this innocent man, like, own a successful business with his business partner, lost, almost lost everything, well, he lost everything when she killed him, but she, she just, just tried to milk him for whatever he had, and she was upset because he wouldn't sign a $2 million real estate agreement for her. Because she had a real estate business. Like, this is crazy. So, y'all need to, in- to investigate the people you are dating. The people who you think you gon- are going to date before you make it official. You need to investigate the people who you think you're going to marry. Before you get married. And you need to investigate why you are married if you suspect weird things that are going on. And you need to look up and see... If anybody has insurance policies without your knowledge. Like, it's easy to do. Because I get all kinds of offers for insurance policies without a medical exam. Just fill out these simple questions and mail it back in. You can contact or check the Medical Information Bureau, the MIB, Medical Information Bureau website to see if a secret policy exists with you as the insured. The MIB keeps files on consumers who have applied for individual life insurance or health insurance in the last seven years or use a policy inspector. This is a service that you have to pay for to see if there is a secret policy out there on you. And it may be worth it to pay for the service. And if there is one, I will contact the police. Let the person know, you know, they took out an insurance policy on you. And go from there. Men, stay vigilant because it's a sneak, it's some sneaky ass women out there. Y'all, some of y'all are too trusting, too loving. Nah, that's my wife. He, she won't do that. We have kids together. Hmm. All right. I better start thinking ever otherwise. Until then, all y'all stay stay safe.